Okay. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of the Atlas Society Asks. Today, I am so excited to be joined by my friend, Terrence Wren. Hey, how's it going? It's so great. It's wonderful to see you. I mean, I've known this guy for like five months now. Uh, and we've always had a one-way screen when I've been watching him. Um, but now uh, we're trying to take the opportunity to share uh, a bit of Terrence's wisdom and uh, with, uh, with you and introduce um, him. Uh, I want to apologize in advance. We've um, had a glitch with Facebook. So we are, uh, we're on our Zoom and we will definitely be posting this um, to Facebook. Uh, won't be live, but, uh, but we're just going to do our best. So if you are um, joining us on Zoom, type your questions in um, to the, uh, the Q&A box and, um, and we will get to as many of them as possible. So uh, Terrence, um, is a uh, popular, very popular, uh, very prolific TikTok commentator and entrepreneur. He's the father of four from East St. Louis, Illinois. Uh, he wanted to push back against a lot of the negativity that, um, and hatred that we've been experiencing with a very simple but very powerful message. I love everyone, no matter your color, shape, or size. He started We Are Human clothing line to support his live uh, United Barbecue events. And I'm excited that we're going to be able to sponsor one of those coming up the day after the gala, uh, October 15th in Los Angeles. It brings people of all different backgrounds and races together. Um, Terrence is also going to be a featured guest at the Atlas Society Gala which is happening live on October 14th at the Calamigos Ranch in Malibu. So, um, and then Terrence also frequently has been incorporating some of the ideas of the Atlas Society into his social media accounts. And that's been, that's been just a totally joy to my heart. So Terrence, welcome again. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> How you doing? Hey. Uh, you probably don't know to call me Jen Andrew Grossman, which is my TikTok handle or Jag or whatever. Uh, but you can call me Jag. So Terrence, you know, um, one of my favorite interviews with Ayn Rand was uh, the famous Mike Wallace interview where he just started out by saying, who are you, Ayn Rand? You know, so I just would like to say, who are you, Terrence? Tell us a little bit about your, where you were born, how you got started, a little bit about the incredible odyssey that brought you to be here with us today. Uh, well, I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois, and I spent a lot of my life in St. Paul, Minnesota, and Duluth, Minnesota, uh, due to the fact that I was raised in foster homes from the age 12 to 17. So uh, bouncing back and forth through foster care, I learned how to get along with different individuals and adapt in different places in life uh, without just learning the same things over and over or seeing just the same things over and over. I was able to see more of the world and more people. I was able to get a more enlightenment on different cultures in the world instead of just knowing my own culture. And uh, I got in a lot of trouble as a teenager and as a youngin, I uh, kept going to jail went to prison. Uh, from the moment that I went to prison, that's when I understood that I no longer wanted to let somebody else 
control my life. And what I meant by that is I'm no longer going to let somebody else control my emotions. I am going to be in control of my own emotions. So anytime if somebody came to me with negative energy or anything that can allow me to lose my freedom and or have a negative consequence uh, with me reacting to it, I just choose not to react to it and just stay positive if, uh, if, if any time ever. Sometimes it's hard to stay positive, but uh, I just decided I didn't want to get in no trouble no more. So uh, then when the George Floyd riots happened, I was watching a lot of uh, live videos of the riots going on and I just started crying and I started praying to God for a couple of hours, uh, asking him to come help us and that we needed some help uh, because we was headed towards hate and destruction in our country or even in the world. And uh, you know, for days I cried and suddenly I did a video on TikTok and that video went viral and then I did another video and that video took off, but I wasn't doing them to get any attention. I was just doing them because that was on my heart and that was on my mind and some told me uh, it needed to be said. So uh, my purpose now, which is basically to bring people together, unite us all together that uh, we're not colors, we're all was created as humans and that's how God intended us to live. And as humans, we're supposed to love each other and not hate each other or try to divide each other in any way. So um, I remember you first came across, I don't know how, but you came up on my For You page and uh, you had this terrible thing that had just happened to you. Somebody had come and vandalized your new tires in your car. And uh, it was just it was so shocking that somebody had knifed your, um, your tires. And I was like, oh, I, I mean, wow, whatever struggle bus I was going on at the time. I was like, there's a lot of people who are dealing with much bigger challenges than I am. And then I just started watching you and I was seeing you, um, uh, your videos, um, your lives. I learned about the United Barbecue. I learned about We Are Human and um, which you, you started in order to support these live events. Um, yes. but, but so you tell us a little bit about we are human. How did that get off the ground? Uh, we are human. It just was, uh, you know, I was going through a lot of comment sections on Facebook, on TikTok, and watching a lot of videos. And it was just a lot of people just going back and forth with the black and with the white and with just different colors all the time and arguing with each other. And then there was people that was OBLM and ALM. And I just seen that everything that was speaking at the moment was just creating more of a divide between each other. Uh, more of a clash. So, uh, you know, I just was like, hey, I need to create a logo that just stands for everybody together, uh, something that everybody can get behind and uh, everybody can uh, go forward without trying to clash with each other and divide with each other. They can learn how to communicate uh, with each other and settle our differences rather than clashing with each other. So I came up with the logo. I uh, messaged a guy, uh, One Day Graphics, and he brought the logo to life from my ideas. And I was like, oh man, I love it. I put it up on TikTok. Everybody started asking me to do shirts. And the more I was doing lives and talking to everybody about how we need to spread love, I don't like looking at the problems. So I like, you know, we all know what problems exist. So since we know what problems exist, there's no need to constantly talk about the problems because you'll never get to the solution. So I like thinking of the solution. So every time I got on live, I'd have a different idea of a way that we could spread love and unity with each other. And one day we just came up with the United Barbecue ideal and everybody was like, yes, that's the idea right there, bro. Do that. And from there on, I just started doing United Barbecue for everybody to come out 
for free and enjoy themselves and get to learn about each other's cultures and just come out and spread love and unity with each other and know each other's are humans and uh, not as a color. Because, uh, you know, when we keep knowing each other as a color, that's going to keep us thinking of each other as their friends and making people feel like one person might feel like they're better than the other when neither one of us is better than each other. We're all the same, you know. Yeah, I mean, and that's um, what Ayn Rand talked about when she described racism as the crudest form of collectivism. And she just continually stressed the importance of thinking of ourselves as individuals and treating others as individuals uh, rather than, you know, based on other factors which aren't really um, relevant for having, uh, doing business, you know, um, studying, having normal human interactions. Uh, so, um, Terrence, tell us about the, the logo, what, that, the one that you have on right now. Oh, this logo right here is the American flag, the Mexican flag, and the African flag all united together. Uh, the reason why I chose the three is because those are the three that seem to clash the most so they seem to always keep a clash and i feel like if we can unite the three together that everybody else would be able to unite smoothly and easily with everybody uh i just feel like we are the ones that's supposed to put our feet forward uh strongly together as a whole to be able to have everybody else in the world to follow behind us as everybody's saying with the george floyd riots if hate can spread across the world that fast like a wildfire and have everybody acting that way Imagine if we started a wildfire of love and positivity here in America. We are the leading country, so everybody's going to follow suit with us. So if we're loving each other, we're getting along with each other, we're not battling or hating each other, everybody else in other countries will follow suit. Everybody else will say, well, hey, look, look at America. They're really united. They're really what they stand for. They're really the United States and sticking together and banding together. They're no longer fighting and hating against each other. Uh, because somebody might be a little bit different than the other person, as well as if we if we end the fact that we hate each other or anybody hating each other, it can end bullying at the same time because people uh, bully each other because they think of each other as a little bit different. Somebody might have on less fortunate shoes than the next person and they want to bully them for them shoes. But, you know, uh, and suicide, a lot of suicide be solved with spreading love and unity. Nobody have to feel alone in this world, on this earth. There's billions of people on this earth. Why should anybody have to feel alone? Or why should anybody have to feel like they don't have anybody to go to talk to? If we were able to take five minutes out of our day, uh, you know, and let people know, hey, look, if you're having an issue, don't be afraid to come to me instead of thinking of me a stranger danger. Somebody that might be stressing and on their way towards the bridge might just stop to somebody and say, hey, do you have five minutes that I could just talk to you? And that person's life could have been saved if they felt like they were able to approach somebody and not feel like they would want to be a stranger to that person or that person might find them weird or different or might brush past them like, no, I don't have no time to talk to you. I don't know you. We need to start thinking of each other as we know each and every last one of each other. We just have to know more about each other. So we all know each other because we're human. So just like you breathe, I know how you breathe. I know how you eat. I know how you sleep. I might not know the different positions that you're in. I might not know how you hold your fork, but I know that you need these things to be able to continue on with your life. I know that you read. I know that you write. You know, these are things that I know about you. So therefore, everything else that I don't know, I need to take the time to learn about you even with the statistics that they put up on the news or that they put up anywhere on charts that people can read. You will never see a chart about positivity. So you'll never see a chart that's saying, hey, 
this many people are doing this many positive things and this many people is doing this or that. So therefore, people can't stereotype each other in a positive way and say, hey, this might be a person that's out doing some positive things instead of this might be a person that's out doing negative things. So um, you also stressed with these events, the, the United Barbecue events that, you know, because it's, there's this interesting um, combination that you're got a massive following online. And um, if people, uh, Terrence, you want to tell your handle on, on TikTok and Instagram? Oh, my uh, TikTok is Terrence, T-E-R-R-A-N-C-E, -E, the letter C-G-B-B, -B, and the uh, last name Ren, W-R, E N and that's on my Facebook and my TikTok and uh, you know my Facebook and my I mean my Instagram and my YouTube you can find those through my TikTok and Facebook as well. And people, you can also find them um, if you go to the Atlas Society site. If you go to our events section, um, you know the event that we have for the United Barbecue coming up in Los Angeles on the uh, the fifteenth, right the day after the gala. Uh, we also have his handle in there, so you can um, you can find that out. So, uh, but Terrence, why? I mean, you, you know, you could just say, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm uh, TikTok famous. Uh, I I'm good at this. I know how to do this. I'm doing good just by doing this." Why did you really emphasize? Why have you just been saying? And, and you're driving around the country. I might add. Yeah, uh, to do this, it's, he's going to be driving out to Malibu, people. Okay, so um, he and and Mel, I don't know if you guys are taking the kids or what, but to Florida, yes, they're coming to Florida with us. Yes. Okay, because you just had a, a new baby, right? In the midst yeah. of all of this. Yes, we just had a new baby, but uh, I just look at it as if. Uh, you know, the hate never stops spreading, the negativity never stops spreading, so why should we stop spreading love and positivity? Uh, love and positivity is not the cool things on a planet to do. Uh, negativity seems like to be the coolest thing for everybody to do right now, whether they're cheating on your girlfriends or boyfriends or whether they're out stealing from somebody. It seems like negativity is the coolest thing to do right now. And we need to stop letting that be the thing to be in. And we need to be, uh, we need to be pushing forward to let positivity and love uh, take effect. Uh, nobody that's out spreading negativity is worried about the COVID right now. So they're not worried about going outside and catching COVID. They're not worried about that. So if we sit in the house with all our positivity and we're loving each other and we don't go out there and show the world, hey, look, we can get along and unite with each other and love each other we can end up destroying our own country. So we can end up watching our own family members perish right in front of our face. We can end up watching our kids uh, be an innocent bystander and everything. Uh, so I don't think people really are thinking about the consequences of spreading negativity. If negativity takes 51% of our country, that means negativity is a majority. Now you have a better chance of walking outside your house and seeing something negative happen rather than going outside your house and seeing something positive happen. I'd rather go outside and see somebody helping somebody than to go outside and see somebody beating up somebody. Uh, that's the cool thing to me. Uh, when we was growing up, we used to go to grocery stores and we'll help the elderly uh, with their bags of groceries, whether we'll help them bag it up or help them bring it to their car. But uh, we were always kind. We was always taught to respect our elders and the kids these days, they drive so much off of negative energy. They have nothing. It seems like they don't, have anything positive in their life to hold on to. It seemed like that hope 
is gone in a lot of our young. So uh, without them having hope, and they can't get that hope back without positivity being spread. So that's where the barbecues come in. And people need an inspiration right now. People need an inspiration. And driving around the country to spread love and unity, I think that that could be an inspiration for everybody. Like, I mean, you know, people could just, even if they have to watch love on the video, I bet you they, they miss out every time that they see a United Barbecue on a video and they say, man, I should have been there. Because they know they yeah. should have been there. It's so true. And you have been um, an inspiration to me, uh, you know, and it's so raw. It's so real. It's like so happening right now. <laughs> your deal. Oh, I like your mug, by the way. Oh, thank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like my iron red. I love my uh, iron red cup. This is my iron red uh, coffee cup, everybody. I love this cup. This cup came to Atlas Society sent this to me as a gift, uh, you know, because I like some of the stuff and be using they I like when Ayn Rand talks about being grateful, that's my favorite part of when she be teaching is about being grateful because being grateful is a great part of being happy every day. You can uh drive yourself insane, uh always being mad about what you don't have or always being upset about what you don't have. You can go crazy constantly wanting things. So um Terrence, uh, we've got, and we have some other questions here. So again, apologies for not having the whole Facebook situation sorted, um, which just goes to show that we're just, we keep on learning. And um, so Vicki uh, has a question. She wants to know, um, is there anyone in particular that influenced you when you were growing up, when you were in and out of foster homes at the time in prison, like was, if you think back, like this person, if that person hadn't come into my life, maybe. For foster care, uh, I believe if I wouldn't have came into contact with Kathy Tate and Sue Brenning, uh, there was plenty of people, but Kathy Tate and Sue Brenning, those were my therapists and psychologists. And uh, they introduced me to Dave Pelser. Dave Pelser wrote the books, uh, A Child Called Ed, A Lost Boy, A Man Named Dave. And uh, when I read those books, uh, that's when I really started you know, uh, not really, like, I still complained about foster care, and I still, uh, you know, cried about foster care, and, you know, about my family and stuff, but it made me realize that there was other people that went through things in this world that I never had to go through, and they had it worse than I had it, and, uh, you know, he kept going in his life. He didn't allow it to stop his life at all. He became a, uh, uh, he became a Nobel Peace Prize winner, so, you know what I mean? That, uh, that was a great, that played a major effect in my life, as well as Martin Luther King Jr., a wonderful, wonderful role model in my life. Just uh, reading his autobiographies and reading just reading about him and uh, watching videos on Martin Luther King Jr., because of course I wasn't here when, uh, you know, he was uh, doing the civil rights movement, but uh, I definitely, definitely, definitely kept his teachings with me. So he was one of my uh, biggest idols uh, that helped me in life. And Will Smith, Will Smith was definitely uh, one of mine too, because uh, he was pretty much one of the only people I can listen to with their music, because he wasn't being all, uh, he didn't have a lot of parental advisory in his music. He didn't have any at all. So uh, growing up in the foster homes that I grew up in, they didn't allow you to listen to uh, parental advisory music. So uh, I had to choose Will Smith, because he got jiggy with it, I guess. <laughs> well, speaking of music, so you are, you are, you've created music as well. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I do music. I just, 
I, uh, I do music, but I really don't take it too much serious right now. Like I said, I have released a song about unity because I just feel like uh, everybody needs to unite with each other and just know that we are the same. Uh, I did a song about a, a positivity song about just avoiding negativity and stuff. But music really isn't my passion right now or uh, my drive. Like I put my whole entire life on hold to push We Are Human and to push this unity and love. Uh, because I feel like that's the most important things. I mean, uh, my children won't have a future if we don't have love and unity. My kids will not get a chance to have a future. They will not see that chance. Uh, so I, I feel like it's most important for me to put my life on hold to be able to prepare things for them. As I tell people all the time, it's our generation that's to prepare the next generation. So if we don't have things prepared for the next generation, it's only going to get worse. And then uh, when we leave this earth, none of us want to look down on this earth or look up on this earth and see, you know, things the worst. We don't want to do that, you know. Yeah, and I find a lot of um, resonance with what you talk about in terms of uh, we are human and the positivity. To me, our founder, David Kelly, um, he's a, a Princeton-trained philosopher, um, and he really evolved... Um, objectivism in a way to elevate benevolence as uh, a major virtue. And it's something that I think people can sometimes see as odds, you know, or well, how does that fit in with uh, rational self-interest? But the way he explains it is that if you, um, you need to be an entrepreneur in your own life, right? And that you are going to treat other individuals as potential you know, partners, right? That you never know where it could go. And so that, you know, even though you may not have experience with them yet to know what their virtues or what kinds of abilities that they have, but unless you treat them like, well, they could be somebody that I could do business with. They could be, you know, somebody that we'd have something going on with. And that's definitely how I, I felt you, you treated, uh, us and the Atlas Society, and you were probably like, yeah, whatever. But you do that with everyone, you know, Terrence. And uh, it's been really cool to see um, the love. At least I get to see the love. You know, I, I don't, I'm sure you're getting some also not some great messages, but there are plenty of people around the country that, uh, that have supported um, We Are Human and they go out and they will be just, I mean, sometimes doing silly things or just everyday things like floating down a river, wearing a We Are Human shirt or trying to do the backflip. How do you, well, that backflip's pretty, pretty impressive, Terrence. Not everybody can do that. Talk about advisory settings. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm, I'm still shocked at myself that I can still do uh the backflips as well, uh, especially after my car accident a couple of years ago. I didn't think that I'd be able to do them again, but uh, I don't know. I just had got this newfound energy ever since, like, you know, since I've really been pushing positivity and love, like I kept it in my life to make a change in my life because I used to have an anger problem. So like in order to change my anger issue, my anger problem that I had, I had to change my mind frame in order to change the uh, decisions, the choices that I was making, I had to change my mind frame. And in order to do that, I had to stop thinking negative. So I had to think about all positive effects, all positive things. So when a problem arose, I had to think about the positive things that was in the problem, not the negative things that was in that problem. 
uh, when I was focusing on a solution. It was the positive solutions, not the negative solutions. Yes, when you're hungry, there are solutions that you can go do negatively to get that to eat. But those are negative things that's going to bring that negative energy right back to you. So sometimes you have to go do the positive things, whether you have to go to a shelter and go in to go eat or to a food chef to go get some food, do what you have to do positively to keep that positive energy coming back to you. So, uh, and you did spend some time, you said at some point, I don't know if it was before prison or after prison that you found yourself on the streets? You didn't have? Oh, uh, it was uh, before, before and after. It was before and after prison that I found myself homeless. Like, uh, you know, just because you change your mind frame or trying to change your life uh, after prison doesn't mean that things get better for you. It just means that things are gonna get tough for you and you have to stay positive through those tough things in order for things to work out for you the right way. So ever since prison, it's been almost nine years now since I've seen a jail cell. And uh, before those nine years, I used to see a jail cell probably <laughs> every other day almost. I used to go on with having like six, seven warrants at a time in different cities, uh, not again, in different cities, uh, different cities, different counties I used to have. So like I'll go to jail in one county and after I'm done with that county, I have to wait to be transported to the next county, then the next county, then the next county. And you know, it just got to be too stressful. Uh, at first, you know, it didn't bother me that much because I was still a child. I was still young-minded. I wasn't ready to grow up. Uh, but when I realized I was ready to grow up and I wasn't ready to lose my life to just doing stupid stuff and I wanted to live for something more important, I uh, started fixing my mind. I started fixing my mind. I'm so, so grateful for that. So uh, we have another um, question here. People say that, you know, they, they hear negative things about uh, foster care. And you were in foster care, you, but you also were essentially, it sounds to me from the live last night, and it was an orphanage, right? It, I mean, sometimes yeah. were homes and then sometimes were. The children's, Northwood children's home. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, there's a, there are negative uh, effects of uh, foster care. Like there are some foster homes that's just in it to collect some money and or they uh, don't really give the kids the love that they need or they'll treat their biological children that they have there better than the child that comes in. So there are those type of issues in foster care uh, that do happen. But I don't feel like uh, foster care is all the way around uh, just a horrible thing or a negative thing. You have to think about it. If we don't have foster care, that's going to leave a lot of kids uh, to be out there to just spend for themselves and who know what type of life they can live, who know what type of chances they would have then. So even with foster care, uh, with me having to end up in foster care, when I look back on things, I realize that I ended up with a better chance to succeed than a lot of people in my family than a lot of people that I knew personally in my life. I had a better chance to be able to, to succeed, to be successful than they did. I was able to learn different things than they were able to uh, learn. I was able to see different things than they were able to see. Uh, so I had more opportunities. So uh, I just didn't look at it that way. So when you're a child, when you're a teenager, you only think about the things that you want. You only think about the emotional sides of you. You don't think about the long-term things. You don't think about the opportunities that's sitting in front of your face unless you have somebody that's motivating you towards that. But it, it has to be the right person motivating you towards that. It has to be somebody that you look up to. If it's not somebody you look up to, everybody in the world can motivate you and it can mean nothing at all. So um, 
tell us a little bit about, uh, we've got another question here, want to hear about your kids and uh, what are some of the ways in which, you know, you've taken the lessons that you've learned from the past. I mean, I, I, I love the, the videos of you. I when put them first. I yeah, put yeah. them first at every single thing. So at every turn, I put them first. Uh, even when I was homeless with my son, if I only had $2 to eat, that $2 went on my son. I didn't take a bite to eat, nothing, first, always. And, then, and now you, you play Beethoven for the kids, right? Yeah, oh yes, I play, uh, when my kids are born, I play Beethoven for them. I play Beethoven for them, Mozart. I like to play classical music. It'll unlock their mind. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, they'll just play uh, rap music, stuff like that, or whatever type of music. And I don't know what that type of music do to a child, but I know that Beethoven and classical music will help them more than hurt them. And I know that other music will, could poison them and, and poison their mind. So uh, I play Beethoven for my kids. I try, to, uh, I try to do the best for them. I try to be the person for them that I wanted in my life growing up. So I've always wanted somebody there uh, with me growing up the whole step of the way. And uh, I want to be that person for them. So every decision that I make, I make sure it's the right decision for them as well. So I don't make decisions for myself. Uh, if I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go do something, I'm going to say, well, is that a good decision for my kids? If I'm going to go somewhere, is that a good decision for my kids? Uh, I don't just think, I don't think about it about myself. Uh, to me, I barely think about me. Even when I'm spreading love and unity for everybody, I, I barely think about me. I'll be on live for three, four hours in pain and won't complain anything and just keep on smiling like there's nothing wrong. But, uh, I know well, I, I'm on some of these with you, and I'm like, well, I, I, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to collapse. And I, but then I'm like, well, who am I to tell him, you know, he <laughs> should go rest? I mean, he's, he's got his, you know, he's in charge of his own life, but I, I do worry about you sometimes because you just keep going. And, but it's been also really inspiring. So, you know, your your lives are totally impromptu. Kids are, you know, in and out and uh, things going on. And, and then sometimes, you know, usually not, but sometimes people um, can get under, a couple of times get under your skin and uh, and then you've gotten angry or whatever. And I, I, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, oh my God, if that, if that was me, I would never, I, I don't know, I just would like, hide under the covers but you know whether it's a day later a couple of days later you're back and you're just like okay um whatever uh that was that and now we're moving on we're moving ahead so that's just been super uh super awesome yeah i feel like it's important to show people that you're human too so like you know i don't want people to think that i'm just a supernatural being that you know negativity ever doesn't affect me because it does you know what i mean we all uh, we all have a point to whereas no matter what, no matter how, uh, unless you really gain inner peace. So I know there are people that just won't let people disturb them at all. I mean, me, I'm just still working on it and everything. So like, you know, I don't worry about showing people my true, uh, my true self. So sometimes like you get emotionally evolved. Sometimes people get under your skin. It's a, it's a human thing. It's a human thing. So I look at it as if, can't nobody judge me. Everybody didn't get upset at a point in time. So, you know, at least like when I get upset, uh, one thing that I stay away from and refrain from is like calling somebody a name or trying to be like super disrespectful to them to whereas they'll feel some type of way and be like, oh my gosh, 
no, I don't, I don't want them to be like that. But I'll be disturbed to whereas my voice will change. I'll get loud, uh, you know, and, and get a little bit uh, defensive. Not a little bit, a lot. I'll get a lot defensive. So, uh, you know, that's just the human in me, though. You know, that's just a human, and that's just something else that I'm working on to uh, change as well. So I'm trying to get better at that. Uh, well, and then it's just, you know, there's always another day. And that's like one of the big takeaways that I, you know, got from, from being a part of your community. It was just like, okay, whatever. Yesterday was messed up, but like, we just keep going forward. And uh, actually, you know, Peter Diamandis, our honoree, um, at the gala, you know, says uh, it's really just about keep going that extra round, one more round. You know, the winner is the one that just never gives up. And that's something yep. I can say about Terrence. He never gives up. That's something everybody who knows us at the Outlet Society knows. We never give up. And I, I think that there are some really um, glorious uh, changes around the corner. So, uh, okay, we have another question here about gratitude. So you mentioned uh, about the Draw My Life that we have, My Name is Gratitude. Um, you know, we've got a whole bunch of, uh, dozens of other ones. My name is Frederick Douglass. My name is Envy, you know, um, uh, good, good things and bad things, telling, telling the story. But what are you most grateful for right now, Terrence? What are some of the things that you just say, oh, wow, lucky guy? I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I mean, uh, anybody, a lot of people that didn't live the life that I didn't live, they might not think that they were still going to be alive. They might not think that their life would have even changed enough to know that they're going to still be able to take another breath. Uh, I'm grateful that I have my children. I'm grateful that uh, I have God. I'm grateful that uh, I'm able to do whatever it is that I want to do in life. I have my own mind. I have my own free will. I have my own thoughts. So uh, I'm grateful that I don't let nobody else control me no more on my emotions or my decisions. So I'm just grateful for being me. <laughs> just, you know, I'm, I mean, I, there's, there's a long list. I mean, I go on being grateful for a long time because there's a lot of things that I'm grateful for. But like, you know, the main things that we always have to remember is we got to be grateful that we can wake up in the morning because every day that we wake up, there's about around the world, there's two, to probably 10,000 people that did not wake up that day, every single day. Well, that's so true. And especially now with the lockdowns that have caused such enormous uh, economic dislocation, enormous um, hunger, enormous crushing poverty, that we're so, and we're just very lucky, fortunate. I mean, we talk about privilege. We're, we're privileged to, to live in the United States. And, um, you know, that's, uh, uh, I think also, it's, it's not like from the outlets, from our perspective, like an objectivism, it is, it's spiritual, but it's not, you know, religious. And Ayn Rand was, uh, was, was an atheist and, and we are firmly in sort of a metaphysics of reality and uh, epistemology of reason, you know, as opposed to um, mysticism. But, uh, but I, I think with gratitude, it's, we, we are about being empowered. You know, we are about going out there, making a difference, getting things accomplished in, in this world. And when you sink into this lack of gratitude, you just sort of, uh, you know, you just feel less able to navigate through life. And when you say, you know, okay, maybe things are, could be better, but I'm going to 
plant my two feet on gratitude, you just, you just gather your strength to say, you know, I, I can do this. I got this, you know, I can actually, um, make, make a, make a change. Uh, so, um, what, wh where do you experience the, I mean, like I, the Atlas Society's message, you know, can be pretty controversial. We're not shrinking violets. And we know that even within, you know, objectivism, there's a lot of people that, that are just, eh, whatever, it's not for them. Um, and I look at your message, which just strikes me as like, how could anybody be against what this man is promoting? And yet you've got, you know, you, you almost have your TikTok bodyguards, right? You've got <laughs> the people that help you and that they are helped to, to just, you know, block out the, 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 the hatred when it comes onto your page. What, what, what is the negativity? Like, what do people not like about, you know, that when you get the pushback, what, what is it? And well, I know I'm you're sorry. open to like, you know, hearing different points of view. So a lot of times there'll be a comment that comes up and I'm thinking, whoa, you know, that one, uh, one of, one of his bodyguards is going to, you know, quash that. But you're like, no, 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 hold on. I want to talk to that person. I want to talk to that person. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess it depends on the way that the hatred comes. Like if the hatred comes in a form where I feel like, hey, a rebuttal would just cause more of a negative reaction then I'll just, you know, they'll remove them out. But I'll say, hold on, if I think that that's the person that I might be able to reach. So, you know, if I feel like they're being negative, but I feel like I'm able to reach them uh, with a different teaching that they might not have heard before, uh, then I continue forward. And a lot of times I'm able to reach that person uh, to where they're able to change that up. And uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I forgot your second part of the question. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I always, my questions are way too long, but I was saying like, what are, what do people get upset oh. about? Like, are they, they don't like your politics, you know, I they don't that, like uh, is the politics part, or is it that like, you have to be Black Lives Matter, they don't like that you're, you know. Saying. I think, uh, I think people feel like, uh, I just, uh, I'm just out for likes just out for views, just for people to pay attention to what uh, we are human is, get more views. And I mean, I really, I really can't fault them for feeling like that. I really can't fault them because there are a lot of pages that are out there that are like that, that's just searching for views. And uh, sometimes you'll catch them, uh, well, a lot of times you'll catch them contradicting themselves and or like, you know, doing something against what they're trying to show everybody else or they'll try to do videos that keep a divide between people. So I think that people don't like the fact that I try to stay as even as possible uh, rather than choosing a side. So I never like to choose a side. I try to stay as even as possible. And I never try to point the blame at anybody else. I always try to, uh, you know, if I'm gonna point the blame at somebody, it's always gonna be towards myself uh, then rather than point the blame at everybody else because we're all a part of the issue in one way, shape or form. And uh, I just think people think that uh, is, I'm out for views. So that's why I tell people, look, let's get off of this internet. Let's get off of the social media and let's get out there in the world. When you out there in the world, those views don't matter on the internet. Those views don't matter. Social medias don't matter, anything like that. They can shut the social media down and I would want everybody to still meet me outside at the barbecues because views don't mean anything. I mean, uh, yes, you need the views to be able to reach people, of course. So who's not going to want to attempt to reach those people but uh, I think we have to get through our minds that not everybody 
is out for personal gain. Like, uh, yes, I mean, of course, I want something to come out of this, meaning I want everybody to, I want everything to turn out better for everybody. So I don't want something to turn out for myself. I want it to turn out for everybody. Every change that I'm trying to make is for everybody, everybody to enjoy. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's interesting what you mentioned because I, I, I always learn something with, with Terrence. Um, so I, I would have thought, oh, you know, people didn't like, you know, that where you stand on uh, presidential election. Or I thought, oh, people wouldn't like where you stand on uh, BLM. But what you're saying to me almost really kind of comes from a more of a philosophical space that, uh, you know, when Ayn Rand talks about envy, she describes it in a different way. She, she doesn't describe it as um, just wanting what other people have or, or feeling, you know, that they have more than you. But she talked about envy as the hatred of the good for being good. And it's almost as if, uh, I mean, what a very trivial thing to say, you know, to, to you, like you want likes, you're like, yeah, I'm spreading the message. That's trying to actually get people to listen. So what, duh. But, um, but that, while I, I like watch you and I listen to you and I'm like, I could be a little bit more like him. You know, I could, I could not feel so sorry for myself. So I'm like, seriously, you know, I could just, um, just keep trudging forward, like on a hard day, you know, uh, I could just reach out and make friends and be more positive. And I'm like, that's what I see when I watch you. But I can see that if somebody's coming from a darker place or a place of envy, that they could like really dislike you because they are not able to do what you're doing, right? I mean, I'm not able to do what you're doing, but that makes me like want to be closer to you, you know, and learn more about you and see how what I can learn from you, you know, but I could see that there could be people that would just be like, oh, he can do something I can't do. So let me tear him down, you know, so it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are those people that, uh, that do that, but I don't feel like I've ran into many of people that's been uh, more envious. I think like I ran into more people that was more like you that was like, hey, I want to be more uh, like him. I want to try to imply that in my life. I want to try to apply that to my life. But the only difference is when, you know, everybody that's been supporting, a lot of people have said they want to uh, apply these things in their life, but they continue indulging in all of the negative things and keep indulging into the narrative and it keeps their mind from being able to actually focus on the change and to focus on to do it. Uh, I mean, yes, there probably is a few people that's envious of my page, but they really don't say anything to me. It'd be more of the people that's uh, sometimes, yes, if I go against somebody's political view, well, I really don't go against people's political views. But like, if I say my political view, like if I say, hey, I feel like Trump's the best candidate this year to vote for, even though I'm not a Trump supporter, but I feel like he's the best candidate this year to vote for. You know, uh, some people will clap back like, oh, you must be a, a C-O-O-N. I don't know if I can say the word. I don't want it to get blocked, anything like that, but we all can spell. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, I get called things like that every now and again. You know, I just have to block that person out and just uh, be like, hey, well, that's another person that just want to spread hatred. And they don't even know they're spreading hatred. They're too busy being upset that they're not able to, see somebody else's point of view like uh if somebody comes to me and they say hey i'm voting biden i'm gonna say hey cool bro how you doing today though and we're gonna talk about something else i i, yep. I don't like yeah so we're gonna talk about apple butter that's what we're gonna yeah, talk about oh man yes and mel said she had some apple butter before when i went upstairs and i was 
I was like, oh, don't talk to me for the rest of the night. Everybody's got to enjoy some apple butter but me. Well, so I know you guys on Zoom and eventually on Facebook don't know what we're talking about, but you need to go and follow, get yourself on TikTok, follow Terrence on Instagram, um, get yourself to the Atlas Society Gala. You're gonna have a chance to meet Terrence in person. Um, but also, you know, I know the gala is super expensive, but Terrence has a discount code, right? Yes, the uh, We Are Human promo code to get you 30% off. So if you use We Are Human's promo code, you'll get you 30% off and you'll get a chance to meet me. And I love meeting people. And I know people would love to get a chance to uh, sit down and talk with me or walk around, chat with me for a little bit. I know I get, I love to get a chance to talk with all of you guys and meet you in person, take some photos with you. It's going to be so awesome. My parents are, you know, boy, they, they feel like they know you already. They're coming down. Speaking of people that like, we're, I'm, I'm the only non-liberal Democrat in my family. So you know how much I love my parents and love my family. And if we can get along, certainly we can all get along if we have, you know, different preferences on different, you know, presidential candidates or whatever. There's so much more in life. Uh, and most of it we don't even know yet. So don't sell yourself short. Um, also, please uh, check out the event section of our site to learn about the, uh, the barbecue. Um, and yeah, we just put it in the comments there. And uh, the barbecue is going to be on uh, the Thursday, the 15th. Terrence, again, once, he's always just, um, he always, I, I, like, I get on the phone with him, and I, he, he just blow my mind constantly. So um, I was saying, oh, now, it, uh, well, where, what park? And, um, you know, I don't know if they've got the parks closed. And he's like, well, here's one park. This is Exposition Park. And uh, I said, yeah, are there any reviews? He's like, yeah, yeah, there's a review from a couple of days ago. It's great. It says, uh, hi, I came to this park with my grandkids and there were so many homeless people, I'll never go back again. And I said, oh, and he's like, that's great. So definitely if they allow homeless people there, then they'll allow us. I'm like, okay, I hadn't thought of it the, that way, but I guess you got a point. And uh, why not? We can bring, bring the We Are Human message. We're gonna bring out society and, uh, and, and we're going to make it happen. And by the way, everybody, also just another reason to follow Terrence. So, uh, you know, I've been in lockdown with my parents forever. <laughs> but um and my mother who knows me better than anybody would just say she if she asked like what is one thing that's wrong with uh your daughter that she she's needs to make a change she would say you don't have enough fun i want you just to have fun you need fun it is important i'm like i don't need fun and she's like no you need fun if you have Fun will help you do a better job. I'm like, well, okay. Well, then maybe I need some, some fun. And uh, we have fun on Terrence's live stream. It's just silly stuff. It's like apple butter. It's like, you know, uh, what's your favorite cartoon? I mean, it's... it's Strawberry it's jelly or grape jelly. And <laughs> we, we get our, our inside jokes going, but, uh, but at the same time, you know, we really get to meet people and we, rem you know, remember why we're coming together to watch Terrence. It's not just because he's adorable and he's just an amazing speaker, um, but that he has a really very important message that we are all human and uh, we need to treat each other as individuals and try to go forward on, on a positive uh, step. Let's have less distrust, less fear, 
less isolation and come together and you never know what can happen. So um, apologies for the, this is the first Facebook, not live that we've done. But Terrence, if you want to do an uh, Instagram live with me or whatever um, on the Out Society page, we'll do it. But I know you're a busy guy. And so, uh, <laughs> I'm a busy guy. It's up to you. I mean, uh, you know, if you guys wanted to do an interview with me, I wouldn't mind. Uh, whenever okay. you guys wanted to, I'll be up for it. And I could just uh, slide it into my uh, schedule for you guys and we can do it. Because I know you guys are out to make a difference as well. Well, um, do you sleep? Yeah, I, I, you know, I get, <laughs> I get some sleep. You know, I think I get an, uh, I think I get the amount of time of sleep that a guy tells me I need to get. Cause I think I, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning, and then sometimes I find some information that be like, oh wow, this is the reason why I woke up at four or five, mm -hmm. five o'clock in the morning. And uh, I just, I don't know. I have all of this energy, and I feel like it's been given to me for a reason. So I might as well use it there's no sense of trying to go to bed at nighttime with a lot of energy stored inside of you so i, I gotta use it some way <laughs> all right well, well we will do that then we'll do um, it, we've got a big instagram um, we're, we're going to get this up on facebook and we're going to get this instagram uh live and i've got my shirt yay hey. uh -huh, which is coming and so uh, i'll make sure to 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 wear it to our instagram live and uh, i love you terrence i'm very grateful to you, you that and I can't wait to to meet you can't wait to see Mel and uh, I know I'll see you later on because you'll yes. be you'll be going live so yes. Right. Yes. thank you thank you guys okay take care